Hello, Maggie? Oh my god, Maggie. Maggie. I hate you. Please help me. <coughs> oh, help me, Maggie. Please, I'm desperate. The parenting world is full of advice. Some of it's good, some of it not so good. So who do you trust? I'm Maggie Dent, and they call me the queen of common sense when it comes to parenting. And in these special Help Me Maggie episodes on parental as anything, you get to ask me the sticky, tricky parenting questions you're dying to get the answers to. I bet you've noticed that some kids are totally out there and will talk to anyone and some, well, they really struggle in social situations and end up hiding behind mum or dad, not saying a word. This can be really stressful for everyone and as a parent, it can be hard to know when to push them and when to just let them be, as this mum is finding. My name's Roxy. I'm a mum to a four-year-old daughter, Matilda, and a four-month-old son, Chester. Life's really good. Tilly, our daughter, has adjusted really well to sharing our undivided attention, which she was so fortunate to receive over the past four years. She's an amazing, bright, confident, caring, outgoing, articulate four-year-old, but really only at home. When we go out anywhere, a shyness takes over that's completely crippling to her. Even if we're at home and someone's visiting, she doesn't know well, she'll hide in her room the whole time despite our dear friends making a big effort with her. Even people she's met many times before but maybe not seen recently, it's the same reaction. The shyness started about a year and a half ago, so maybe two and a half years old. Since then, she's just compacted so bad we can't get her to go anywhere without hiding behind us. She's not willing to talk to people. She pulls her head into her shoulder to try and hide her face. Afterwards, my husband and I, we try and talk to her about how she's feeling. Her answer is usually, I'm just really scared. This breaks our hearts as she is so confident and independent at home or amongst the few friends she has that she feels comfortable around. Is this something that will pass? Should we be encouraging more outings or try not to expose her to new situations and people? We are stuck what to do to help our gorgeous girl. Ah, our sensitive, shy little children. You know, the world really celebrates the loud, outgoing, confident ones. So thanks for this question. I want to start with one thing that you did mention, uh, Mama, and that is that this is something that's kind of developed over the last 18 months or so. And even though she was quite confident before, it's a really classic example of how sometimes our children can develop a tendency that then becomes a habit and that this has now become a habit that she has no idea on how to overcome herself. The very first thing I want to say, though, is some of our children just naturally take longer to find their bravery. I had a beautiful, great niece of mine who, oh my goodness, we couldn't even look at her when we were in the same room as her for quite some time. It feels a bit hurtful because, of course, we're really loving human beings. However, in her world, she's not ready yet. So most of the time I would say, look, it's a gradual thing that we encourage them gradually and we give them small skills. So one of the first things I want to say to anyone who's listening as well is that if you have a child who hides behind legs, even if it's a loving grandparent or somebody they know, allowing them to warm up in their own time, in their own way is absolutely okay. Okay. 
The second one is it's that neuroplasticity of the brain can change when we practice other and different things. Now, I noticed your little girl is now starting to express a sense of feeling anxious, and that's because what began as a natural protective mechanism, she actually doesn't see she has any other options. And I want you to talk very much about her early warning systems because we really need to honour this in our children, that it's okay for them to feel really uncomfortable at times. It might be the part of their brain that is trying to keep them safe, just being a little bit too over-enthusiastic. So ask them three questions whenever their early warning system is firing up and try them over different things, you know, in playgrounds or shopping centres. Where might she be able to identify these three things? Am I in an unsafe place? Am I with an unsafe person? Or am I about to do an unsafe thing? Because that's her amygdala trying to keep her safe. But we need to let her know that obviously the people in your safe circle are safe. But we do need to let her tune into that. I want you to do some heaps and heaps of pretend play. So sometimes set up some toys or something, or you could pretend to be her and she could pretend to be you. You could pretend to be the grandparent. She could pretend to be the grandparent. And again, we're going to practice those options. Can we smile from behind my legs? Can I say a hi? Whatever that is. So she gradually starts taking actions that her brain can remember. She has other choices. I also find with creative little girls, their imaginations are amazing. So sometimes I've created um, a bravery colour so that they can wear um, whatever the bravery colour is. They can pretend they step into like a big egg that keeps them safe and it can be yellow or bright red or silver or gold, like a singlet or a matching undies or has she got a a little crystal she can have in her pocket. Some of these sorts of things sometimes give our sensitive children a stronger sense of bravery. And then the last one really is gradually, gradually stretched. So just once again, we only do it gradually or else we trigger that amygdala to create the anxiety to get even bigger. So that's your challenge. And I think the other one I want you to keep telling her is that sensitive children are just as valuable and just as loved and just as special as those really confident children out there in the world. We need our sensitive children. So don't make her feel that just because she's sensitive, that she's a deficit in any one way. The fact that she's welcomed a little one into her life, that shows you that she's got a beautiful heart and a beautiful soul. So focus on her strengths as well as gradually coaching her to become braver in those social situations. And if you have a question for me, I'd love to hear it. All you have to do is record it on a voice recording app on your phone and email it to me along with your name and mobile number too parental as anything at abc.net.au next time it's one of the hardest things you will ever have to do as a parent how to help your child through divorce we get really practical advice from a child psychologist who's seen it all about how not to behave and learn from some parents who have walked the talk we've done such a good job of raising this wonderful human being 
even though we were still actually hardly talking, that we high-fived each other. We high-fived and we said we did it. And then we agreed, I'm really happy to never have to talk to you again. That's coming up on Parental as Anything with me, Maggie Dent. You can catch it on the ABC Listen app. And until then, keep breathing. You really have got this. <laughs>